Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Morning by Morning podcast. Have you ever seen one of these before? Maybe you've seen this in the back of uh, some of our podcasts, or maybe you've been in my office and, and you've seen this before. My son Titus loves playing with his little uh, ship that I found actually while we were soul winning a couple years ago. These kind of ships have fascinated me over the years. Back in the 16th and 17th century, the British, the Royal Navy fleets, they would classify their ships by what they call rates, R-A-T-E-S. They would classify them by rates. And there were really six main classifications. So for instance, if you saw a sixth-rate ship, a sixth-rate ship, that would be considered the smaller, the smaller of the ships. And they had different names for them, like shrooners or frigates. And uh, they might have 20 to 25 guns, cannons, you know, on the side of them. Some of them could carry 100 to sometimes 200 people on these little guys. Now you go all the way up the chain to a first-rate ship. And first-rate ships, these things right here, could have 100 to 200 cannons on these things. Do you hear what I said? Can you imagine a ship pulling up beside of you, having 200 cannons pointing at you? Now some of these things, especially in the later 17th century, could have three, sometimes four decks on them. Four decks, cannons everywhere. Some of these ships too would put all their cannons, or most of them, on one side, the broad side, they call it. Imagine getting lined up and all cannons looking at you at the same time. That's not something you want to mess around with. These, these first-rate ships as well could have anywhere as close to 900 men on these things to operate, to run the cannons. I mean, it was, it was a well-oiled machine by the end of the 17th century, just before the steam engine was created. One of these techniques that the uh, Royal Navy would use, and they would call it the line of battle. And if you had a ship that was a first, second, or third rate ship, those ships would be used, and they were nicknamed the ship of the line because of this technique they would use. And they would line these ships up. I'll use my own ship here. They would line these ships up. So imagine there being like four or five or six or seven ships all lined up in a row, sailing in the same direction, following each other in single file. And they would single file themselves going down, and most of their cannons would be aimed to one side, the broad side. Now imagine you're a, a lone ship, a lone enemy ship in the waters, and a ship of the line would was coming your direction. And if you couldn't get out of the way, you were you were done for. Didn't even matter how big of a ship you were. If you had four or five of these ships in a row on one side, what they would do is soon as the first ship would pass, they would unload their cannons and just keep sailing. And then the second ship, when they get in line, unload their cannons and keep sailing. And then the third and the fourth. So by the end of one pass, you could have almost a thousand cannons going into your ship. I don't think any ship during that time could withstand that. The only way to survive a, a line of battle technique is to be in a line of battle yourself. If you were just one ship by yourself, you couldn't, you, you couldn't survive. But if you had another fleet with you, another ship of the line with you, if you had a, a team with you, well, now, you, now we're talking. Now you have a chance. It's kind of like 
wolves in a pack. One wolf by itself isn't the fastest or strongest animal, but if that wolf has his pack of 12 or 16 wolves, well, they can take down any animal they want. Many people go through life alone, by themselves, just floating on the sea. Sometimes it's by choice. You know, sometimes they choose that life, and sometimes circumstances take place. Maybe they had friends and their friends left them, or they broke up. A, a, they broke up with their family, perhaps, or or even with a loved one, and they find themselves kind of floating through life alone. And the devil, well, he's powerful. And you see his fleet floating along, coming right at you. You don't stand a chance. We're not designed to live through life alone. And I don't think anybody actually really wants to be alone, even if they may say they do. One of the benefits of being a part of a church is, well, you're not alone. There's a membership there. You become a member and you've got now a team by your side. And good, wholesome friends that you could make at your church. But you know, even being a part of a church, which is good and recommended, that's not actually the answer to loneliness. Uh, perhaps um, marriage. Some would say, well, if I just get married, that will solve my loneliness problems. It does help, definitely, don't get me wrong. And it's recommended. But once again, that's not the answer. Maybe finding um, friends at school, or friends at work, perhaps, or friends at the gym. Friendship itself even is not the answer. You see, Micah chapter 7 and uh, verse 5, the Bible says, Trust ye not in a friend, put ye not confidence in a guide. Keep the doors of thy mouth from her that lieth in thy bosom, for the son dishonoreth the father, the daughter riseth up against her mother, the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies are the men of his own house. Therefore, I will look unto the Lord. I will wait for the God of my salvation. My God will hear me. And mankind will fail you. You can't really trust anybody. Not that you shouldn't. You should still trust people. But ultimately, people can fail you because we're imperfect. Therefore, put your trust in God. If you're alone tonight, there's a God in heaven that, that wants you, that wants to be your friend. God is the answer. He is the one who can save you from your sins, save your soul from eternal destruction. He's the one that created you. He's the one that could fill your lonely heart. Do you know God today? Stop floating through life all by yourself. Find God today because he's looking for you. Lord, thank you for today, for this lesson. And if somebody here is searching for God, I hope they contact us. I hope they go straight to God's word, to the Bible. Thank you for this time. We pray in your name. Amen. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope to see you next time. We upload a new podcast each weekday at 6 a.m. For more info, check the link in the description below.